0: Well, hello, everybody, and a very warm welcome to you all to our Daily Prayer podcast here in Yeovil. It's great to be with you again. It is Friday today, um, and uh, I hope you've had a very good week. I got sunburnt again yesterday, I will be pleased to let you know. That's two times in a row, two days in a row. Um, yesterday was slightly more my fault. Well, both were my fault, really, but uh, yesterday was slightly more my fault because. Um, I went out for a very long walk, put sun cream on before I went and everything, I was very good, um, but I didn't reapply, and I was out for about two and a half hours in the middle of the day, so that was probably a bit of an error. There we go. Again, you live and learn, but I have got to uh, my mid-thirties and I still haven't learned that I need to reapply sun cream, so uh, yeah, there's clearly something uh, something amuck there. <laughs> um, I reckon let's get on with our prayers today. So we are starting a fresh new bit of liturgy today, which will run this same liturgy up until Pentecost. So we've got sort of 10 days um, to enjoy this liturgy. So let us begin. O Lord, open our lips and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. Send your Holy Spirit upon us and clothe us with power from on high. Alleluia. Blessed are you, creator God, to you be praise and glory forever, As your spirit moved over the face of the waters, bringing light and life to your creation, pour out your spirit on us today. That we may walk as children of light and by your grace reveal your presence. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. So as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. So our reading today is Hebrews chapter 10, verses 26 to 39. Hebrews 10, 26 to 39. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think those deserve to be punished who have trampled the Spirit of the Son of God underfoot, who have treated as unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who have insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, it is mine to avenge, I will repay and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to rem- to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember those earlier days after you had received the light, when you endured a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution, at other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence it will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere, so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. For in just a little while he who is coming will come and will not delay, and by my but my righteous one will live in faith will live by faith and I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. And our Daily Bread reflection on that reading. How did you begin your faith journey? What were some milestone moments? How do you feel about where you stand today? The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. That first step, while crucial, will be of no avail without the countless thousands of steps that must follow. Our faith journey begins with a single decisive commitment but comprises a lifetime of choices. This journey is no sprint but a marathon. The author recalls the reader's track record to have endured in a great conflict full of suffering, with their faith and joy intact, should encourage them as they plod on. Yet past laurels are never enough. In the present they must persevere in doing God's will. For the future, and they must the, for the future they must trust God's promise that they will be richly rewarded and receive what He has promised. Apostasy remains a frightening possibility. No sacrifice for sins is left for those who cut themselves off from the source of salvation and grace. For these, it is indeed a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But those who plod on, refusing to shrink back, rest secure in Jesus' promise. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Father, help me to trust your promise. Amen. And our common worship responses to the reading and reflection. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people and kindle in us the fire of your love. All who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Come. Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people. Renew the face of your creation, Lord, pouring on us the gifts of your Spirit, and kindle in us the fire of your love. For the creation waits with eager longing for the glorious liberty of the children of God. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your people, and kindle in us the fire of your love. So our prayers today are a bit of a mixed bag. The first one is for um the uh, those who have lost loved ones in the last uh well 24 hours I'm thinking particularly but the all of the 35,000 that we're on something like that. Um I'm remembering all of them as well today and praying for them. Uh and of course the thank the the clap for uh, the nhs workers last night there's a prayer in there for that one as well and then there's a couple which are thanksgiving prayers as well let us pray for the bereaved and sorrowful for the widows and orphans for the lonely for the unloved for the weary with suffering For the bedridden and all who are housebound, for the dying, we beseech Thee, O Lord. For doctors and nurses, for carers, therapists, and all key workers, and those on the front line in this pandemic, we beseech Thee, O Lord. Amen. This second prayer is a prayer of thanks, written by William Shakespeare. O Lord, that lend me life, lend me a heart replete with thankfulness. Amen. And this final one is from an unnamed source. Let us make our thank you a return of love for love, a response that is not selfish or calculated, but answers a divine love that paid the price of loving. And let us live as if we mean what we say. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Being made one by the power of the Spirit, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory for ever and ever amen well thank you once more for joining me i look forward to being with you Um, again tomorrow uh, for Saturday which means that we have nearly come to the end of another week which is a good thing I feel I hope that whatever you uh, do over the next day or so uh, is really fab Uh, I hope that you engage with thy kingdom come this season in between ascension and Pentecost uh, and discover perhaps a new way of praying or hear from God in a new way, or speak to God um, in a new and fresh way that you've not perhaps done before. So may the Spirit kindle in us the fire of God's love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.